Two years ago today, I began my fitness journey. After I got out of the Marine Corps, I became very inactive and I put on some weight. 13 or so years later, I decided enough was enough. I was in a dark place and I knew my physical health had a major effect on my mental health. I began with burpees alone in my kitchen every morning. Then I found F3 Leland and the rest was history. Now, fitness is my life. I get to get up every morning and work out with a bunch of great guys for free. I feel great and I've accomplished some awesome things. Two grow rucks, a 24-hour ruck, numerous marathon rucks. I ran 50 miles at one time and numerous marathon distances or greater, et cetera, et cetera. You get the picture. I've made some incredible friends, all praise and glory to God, my father. That was F3 Circuit Breaker. And this is the Circle of Trust podcast. From the F3 Nation podcast studio. I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. This is the COT podcast. Connecting the packs of F3 Nation through fitness, fellowship, and faith. I'm Sean McKinley, 40 Denali. Denali. Package. Trip win. 30. Bogey. Bogey. 46. Turnpike. Turnpike. COT Podcast starts right now. Shut up and sit down. It's hard not to get fired up when you hear a story like that to kick off the show. It's your boy, Hello Kitty. You're listening to the Circle of Trust podcast. Got my brother, Rapido, joining me on this fine day. My brother, good afternoon. Good afternoon to you, my friend. How goes it? Goes great. We both uh, saw that post from Circuit Breaker and said, well, well there's the cold open this week uh, because he about sums it up extremely well, and uh, kudos and a T-clap to him. That guy, I've had the pleasure of working out with him. Uh, you can't miss him because he's got some uh, memorable tattoo amalgamations across his basically chest and entire body. And yeah, he's he man, just, that's he just gets the hell after it at <laughs> a workout. Yeah, man, he does. So. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, those kind of little short and sweet snippets about you know life and, and transformation mm. into words that, are, that we can read to open the show, I think are are motivating in several different ways for many. So I'm glad we were, were able yeah. to capture those. I, I appreciate when packs are vulnerable enough to Absolutely. put that out there for the masses to see. That's right. You can always submit that kind of material to us. We've got two ways to do it. One is the email address, cot at f3nation.com, or you can call the packs hotline, 844-4COT-PACS. We've got a few voicemails teed up to listen to today as we share the news of the F3 Nation. If you're a longtime loyal, Grateful to have you with us. And if it's your first time tuning in, we get them here every single week to just talk about things that are happening in and around F3 Nation, with the focus being incredible stuff happening at the regional and local levels, because that's what you guys are doing. That's what you're doing to invigorate male community leadership. And so we're grateful to be a part of it uh, and share some of that great news. We've got a big guest officer on deck in moments, uh, because moment. we are coming off of Another Grow Ruck experience. You know, we're at that battle rhythm of the year where basically once a month you're going to join us and we're going to be coming off of uh, an incredible 
Grow Ruck experience this weekend, this past weekend, was out in the Pacific Northwest. The men at Puget Sound, Seattle, playing host to GTE 29. And uh, we've got a man who was on the ground uh, for that. From the position you sit, my brother, seemed like a successful weekend. Uh, seemed like the guys got after it. Great uh, hype video. And the tip of the cap to our man Bada Bang for throwing that together. It's a hype video. It's about five minutes. It's on the F3 Nation YouTube channel. We tweeted it. Uh, it's on Instagram. Uh, it's on Facebook. It's on all those places. So if you want to go see uh, five minutes of chaos from this weekend, <laughs> it's there and available. Yeah, it gets, gets you a nice little flavor, a little mm-hmm. taste of the weekend. And what's great about these videos that we can do, and we've got some guys in, on your team and others that are really you know, stepping up to help yeah. us out with this, to try to shine a little bit of a light into what the weekend looks like. And you get a little bit of a framework there. Um, the uniqueness of each GTE really is dependent on that host region and that leadership team getting involved. It can be dependent on sort of what spin and flavor the trainers uh, bring into play with the rally and the growth school. And then mm-hmm. obviously the cadre, different cadre lead different events and teams of cadre come together depending on the size of the events and how many packs are involved. And so everything gets a little bit different. So it's good to be able to open the kimono up a little bit there right. and get the inside inside look at uh, 29 is past weekend, which mm-hmm. for all intents and purposes looked like it was just one hell of a weekend. Yeah. As we, also, we also hold, um, deserve a huge thanks and a T-clap to our man 88, who was out mm-hmm. there doing yeoman's work. Not only was T1 for the weekend, training the guys at the King Builder, training them at the Grove School, but then um, – had the stamina and maybe the caffeine to basically go live throughout multiple points of the night. I mean, I, I added it all up and he did over three and a half hours of live coverage, wow. just live coverage, not to mention walking basically step for step with the packs as they go through the experience. So you go to our Facebook page, you can rewatch all of those. I will tell you in the future, as these Grow Ruck events are happening, a um, little word to the wise, 88 had a promo code live on air to save you some money on a future Grow Rook event. So if you tune in live, you might pick up on what that mm-hmm. code is to save a little cash on a yep. future Grow Rook event. Uh, so that was cool. And we're just so thankful for him. Without further ado, let's bring in a man who was on the ground for GTE 29. Hell, he's been on the ground for a ton of these. He's been under the log for a bunch of them. He's also the Nantan and the CEO of this great thing that we call F3. He's John Lambert, better known as Slaughter, now known by many. It's a burgeoning social movement of at least three because the guys over at the minivan Centurion only have two, so we have at least three. Calling him Slot Dog until he tells <laughs> us not to. What up, Slaughter? Slot Dog, I like it. What's up, fellas? How hey, are bro. you, my brother? You looking good? Um, always a bit of a high, right, coming off of these weekends. For you uh, in the cadre position, was this your first time taking a yeah, seat uh, role? And just t- tell us what you saw, man. Take us through the weekend. Yeah, so it was my second time as a, as a full-fledged cadre, uh, and it was fantastic. We didn't have any cadres in training this time. It was uh, cadre Major Payne as the C1, Oof. and then myself and Rico uh, each were in charge of the different platoons. So it was an intimate cadre crowd, which was uh, fantastic. Uh, and I got to tell you, man, these guys out there in the Pacific Northwest were ready for this thing. I've I, rarely have I seen as many men as well-trained as what I saw out there. There were several folks who had been to previous uh, grow rucks and were unable to finish. 
So they trained their full heads off and uh, showed this thing yeah. something or another. Could yeah. you tell early, like these guys are re- like, they're ready to get after it. Was there just a, was it King, was it King builder time or was it not until you got buckled up for 1800 start X to, to where you were like, some of these dudes are really ready to roll. Uh, it wasn't until they actually started doing things that I, I knew what we were dealing with. Mm-hmm. Um, so at the beginning, we, we, uh, we, we did the roll call and then we immediately moved a couple miles really quickly, completely slick. And that's when, you know, you kind of first could tell these guys they'd been practicing and they were, they were mm-hmm. absolutely ready. Now I say that there was an FNG in their ranks, never been to a workout, never trained a day in his life. He was, uh, he's an ex Marine, but, uh, he, uh, <laughs> he didn't know what he's in for. And there was, you know, I'm sure as always, there were some people who, wish they had trained a little bit better. Mm-hmm. We actually still had over half the class fail the PT test, believe it or not, which surprised wow. me because I think these guys were fit. Uh, and just like most classes, they did not take into account the amount of uh, nerves and all that that goes into the that afternoon of the event. But, um, mm-hmm. uh, but it, it was great. And the weather was perfect. It was cliche Seattle. I mean, it was cool and raining most of the time. Uh, and I had a surprise. I showed up and there were several guys wearing kilts. It's also the <laughs> nation wants to know, right? So if you've been watching over the weekend, you've seen some pictures, maybe seen the video if you haven't. Th- there were three kilted brethren, these these psychopaths from Idaho. What, what were these guys doing? Uh, well, I, I don't know. I say that with love, would, by the way. I say that with love. I, I don't know if they'd be willing to admit it, but I, I don't think it was the right move. Um, they apparently were not tactical kilts. Uh, they seemed to hold a little bit of water. Uh, there was some thigh on thigh chafing going on. Um, and they didn't do much to, uh, save against the abrasions in some of the nether regions, I think. So I don't know that we'll see any more kilts in any more. Yeah, Ron, Ron Burgundy, I immediately regret this decision comes to yeah. mind of, uh, of that, <laughs> but there was a quite a squad from, uh, from Boise, right? I think there was like 15 guys that all came from Boise. Those guys oh, yeah. are on fire. Big, big group. So I, I'll tell you a couple things. So first of all, the, the privilege of, of my life is attending patch ceremonies. Mm. There is nothing more emotional than to be there and see these men just completely break down, barriers gone, realizing that they have just done something, probably the hardest thing in their lives, something that they never thought that they'd be able to do. Now it's all over. It's just now hitting home. And when that patch hits their hands, man, the, the, the waterworks start. And it's, it's an emotional thing. I absolutely love it. This event, no different. I mean, I've seen fathers and sons. I've seen pe- men not able to stand under their own power. This FNG in particular, I was positive within the first hour he wasn't going to finish. Uh, and he got patched as well. So another fantastic ceremony. And I mean, you literally see these men's lives mm-hmm. change before your very eyes. I mean, they're not the same guys they were 15 hours ago. Um, mm-hmm. And then the moment. I've been involved in 17 or 18 grow rucks, mostly under the log. And every single one has that one moment. Uh, so, so this was it for, for, for 29. Uh, it was 4.30 in the morning. Previously, these guys had just gotten done with one of the most difficult, heavy four-mile movements I've ever seen. It took three hours, huge logs, lots of sandbags. They had to go through some, some, some bushwhacking, bramble, bramble bush, uh, and they got somewhere flipping exhausted. Uh, and then they had a team versus team competition where they had to run up this ridiculous hill called Heart Attack Hill, 
grab a brick at a time. The platoon that built the tallest obelisk or guardrail, as it were, out of a brick, uh, out of these bricks, won. So as it turned out, I was over the blue platoon, and the blue pl platoon won the the uh, the challenge. And these guys were flipping smoked. 4:30 in the morning. It doesn't get much deeper in the pain box than that. Mm -hmm. Well, Cadre Major Payne had put a uh, a challenge out to these guys. He had some laminated copies of Man in the Arena, Teddy Roosevelt's Man in the Arena. And at the mm -hmm. beginning of the event, he had said, if somebody in one platoon memorizes this poem, uh, the, this speech, I, I will undo a team penalty. So the blue platoon won. They did not have to carry their logs to the next location. Red platoon lost. Uh, they had to carry one of the logs plus their team gear to the next event. And um, I said, oh, hold on a second. You know, we got, a, we got a guy that memorized it. There's a man named Pure Lead who had had his headlamp on and was memorizing this thing. 4.30 in the morning, he stood up in front of everybody and starts reciting this speech uh, pretty much word for word. And he's trying to remember the, the words as he goes and his, all these pauses, I mean, dramatic effect. The hairs on the back of my head, on the back of my neck were standing up. Men were cheering as he went through this thing. And it was what mm. these men needed to get through the rest of the night. Yeah, right? Yeah, Goosebumps I'm like, right now. oh my God. And down. I know He's... Pure Lead and his style in which I can I can hear him. This man is is a son of Russian immigrants. Like yes. came to America, the American dream has embraced uh, our nation and our country. Like he, the, the video that um, that Bada Bing put together, the very last shot is Pure Lead with this incredible look on his face when he gets that patch. Yeah, oh. and 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 he actually got another patch that Major Payne had bestowed upon him. But um, that was the moment. That's the moment that these men, they'll remember they did the event. But that's the moment they'll remember for the rest of their lives. That was, it was something. Yeah. Well, and people often ask me too. It's like you're trying to to lead this thing and lead a team to make these things grow and scale and get in front of every man and get them to different regions and all the moving parts and what it takes to to find the time and the, the commitment and dedication to, to try to keep this thing going and pressing forward. And what you just described pushes me and the team to keep continuing to do this thing and you to keep dedicating your time and attention to not only be the Nantan, but be a cadre and spend your weekends out there in the field amongst these guys. I mean, it's, it's those life-changing moments. It's those, those moments in the, in the gloomiest of glooms or during the patch ceremony that it's like, it's absolutely worth every second. It's worth every frustration. It's worth every phone call, email, and conversation. This is what that is the why. Those guys getting unlocked before your very eyes. There's nothing like it. There's absolutely nothing like it. Yeah. If you're thinking about going to doing a grow ruck and you're not so sure, fly in and just go to the patch ceremony. Show up at 9 a.m. and you'll be sold. You'll know. Mm -hmm. yeah. Totally agree. Yep. Totally yep. agree. Incredible, man. Awesome. I'm, a, I'm at a bit of a loss for words, which is rare. Just thinking about that because I'm that like, God rare. dang it. I want to be, I wish I could go back and be at that. <laughs> so good. It was amazing. Flipping amazing. Hey, thanks guys. Appreciate you. Right, brother. On. Hey, thanks appreciate for coming all on. You do. Yep. Hey, appreciate all you do. Uh, and we, we owed you a solid after bumping you a week for that annual report. So we, we get a chance to apologize. Face -to -face. <laughs> Fair. So you, you had two strikes. You're back down to one. <laughs> we're always, okay. we're always we'll something it. against us. See you guys. All right, Johnny. See you. John right. Lambert, Nantan CEO of F3 Nation, uh, just recanting incredible stories. 
Uh, I love those moments, man. That's what makes that thing. That's what makes it so great. Right. And it's those types like that, uh, that invigoration there personified with uh, mm. pure lead getting, getting that memorized and then uh, talk, you know, speech and delivered back to the packs. You are absolutely smoked. Right. But in that moment you get so fired up those types yeah, of moments. It's like, right. all right, I'm going another few miles. Let's, let's get this thing going. We only got what, three, four, five hours right. left. Another that's handful right. of miles. Right. Yeah, let's right. go. But all oh, those put guys, ruck, those guys must've been ready to run through a freaking brick wall after that. Yeah. Um, at four thirty in the morning during a grow ruck, I don't even know if I can recite my phone number, let alone uh, the entirety of man in the arena. Right. Well, and I had gotten a good message from uh, my boy Rapid out of Gold mm-hmm. Rush, who originally for um, twenty five, I think it was, or twenty six. Yeah, twenty five. Twenty five was Gold Rush. Uh, yep. The Grizzly. He was going under the log, but then stepped up and was uh, the support queue for that event, and really. Led a led an incredible team and was a was the backbone of that event. Um, but then got him to get his schedule aligned so he could go to Pacific Northwest for GT twenty nine and get that under the log experience. Mm, the, good for him from a different perspective. And yeah. uh, he just had rave reviews for the for the trainers um, for AP and eighty eight and for the cadre as well. And um, he went up there. Um, I think with Happy Meal was the other guy that was that went up there from uh, from Gold Rush. Yep. So, yep. Um, I just know it was a solid weekend all around for for everybody involved. Super proud of those guys. Hollywood is who was on the ground as the the host queue in the lead out there for Pacific Northwest, getting everything um, structured and, and set up for success. So the epicenter delivered. By yep, sure guys. did. Sure did. One of the guys that was there was our man Eagle out of Albuquerque, and he's got a T-clap, but also a tap that needs our attention. So we go to the phone lines again, that number 844-4COT-PACS. That's how you call us, and you become part of the show. So let's check in with call. Hola, amigos. This is Eagle from Albuquerque. I'm requesting to have the nation keep one of our packs, Boo Boo, in the prayers. Um, as he was in a motorcycle accident earlier this week, he has been released from the hospital, but he'll still have a a lot of recovery time, so long road ahead of him. So please keep him in, in your prayers. Other than that, we had a pretty good week with several downrange packs that I'd like to give some big T-clops to for making it out uh, to our AO while they're out on vacay, starting with Geek Squad from Northwest Arkansas. And then on Saturday, we had Norm and Bono from El Paso, who not only bought out one FNG, but they brought two FNGs who were also downrange. They were even from Albuquerque. Those guys uh, ended up being Redbird and Tim Tam. And yes, Tin Tan is from Australia. Uh, so keep on being those hens out there in El Paso. Keep going strong. This week we're expecting Garfield from the Seattle-Tacoma area. So definitely looking forward to having him out here. Well, this eagle's got to fly. Adios, muchachos. This eagle's got to fly. Adios, muchachos. That's great. Eagles the That's man. awesome. Eagles the man. Yeah, and people, people are flocking around the country, speaking of eagles. I think um, eagle, wait, am I right? Eagle might not have been it. I'm thinking about somebody else. I screwed that up on the intro, but you guys will forgive me for it. We got a lot of news flying around here. I don't think Eagle was up at Epicenter. I'm thinking of some other handsome hymns that I saw that were up there, but no doubt. Still incredible. Whatever, dude. Hey. <laughs> Whatever, dude. We're just, we're just making it. We're just, we're just, we're just we're, you know, we're water around rocks. That's what we're doing. We're just, here, my well, there's water too many of these rocks. awesome guys out there. I can't keep track of all of them. They're all so great. That's right. 
expansion is happening literally everywhere. Literally everywhere. We got some tea claps, my brother, to give up. I'm going to try to get this show back on track. Uh, Spring Hill, Tennessee boys. This comes from Cosmo. Said last night at prime time, our Wednesday evening running AO, we were honored to be joined by Apex, whose name is Poodle, his stepson, an FNG now named Scrum. Scrum is training to attend Team USA development camp for wheelchair rugby. That's the name Scrum. Excellent job, fellas. He's the youngest to be qualified to play internationally and is on the short list to try out for the 2024 Paralympics. It was awesome to have Poodle out there supporting his stepson by also tackling the four hilly miles in a wheelchair. Awesome job, guys. Way to ensure that core principle numero dos <laughs> is intact. Opened all men. Well done. Absolutely. Great, from, great photos, too. Oh, man, they're awesome. We're going to hear from Big Bird out of Ironworks. Before that, uh, one more tea clap to give out. It's for the men of F3 Lubbock, Texas. They said we got some nice F3 signs to help us grow in Lubbock. We'll let you all know how they work. Hoping to have them in the packs, put them in their front yards, and also rotate them around the parks where they have their AOs. I like the sign because it said, got grit, question mark. And then it was yep. the whole spiel about F3. So. Guys going out there to try to plant, grow, and serve as best they can. Well done, fellas. And how does that happen? Well, those guys are digging in their pockets to pay for it because they care about this thing. So thanks for taking that on, guys. We really, really appreciate it. All right, let's check in. Big Bird is from Ironworks, but he was in another F3 region. I love these, man, where you travel, right? You see a region, you get to feel it, you're feeling the love. He called in to uh, log Mm -hmm. this report for us. Well, that's what I was going to say earlier, that downrange. Oh, go. Sorry, I started talking. No, I was just going to say, my bad. I was just going to say, that's what I was thinking about earlier was with Albuquerque was the downrange channel on the Slack machine. Mm. If you're not into that and you're you're going about, you know, different places in the summertime, packs are flying around and getting after it in in different regions. And just that's that interconnectedness only helps the growth. Um across the nation and, and gets you different perspective and connections. So show does let people, let people know where you're going. Quick side note, the handsome him that I was thinking about that I know was at epicenter was Tater from boys. Tater. So I want Tater to know that I love him. I was thinking, obviously I was thinking about him. Can't confuse a Tater and an Eagle. <laughs> word on the grapevine is Tater and the boys in Boise want themselves their own. Grow Heard they were lobbying today. pretty hard. The kilts probably brought him back a peck. <laughs> All right, let's check in with Big Bird for Ironworks. Hey, Kitty and Rafito, this is Big Bird out of Iron, F3 Ironworks in Spartanburg, South Carolina. I've got to give out some tea claps to the men of F3 Princeton. I was downrange this week for work, cooped up in a hotel with a new job, new people, but I've got the men of F3 at the community for me telling my wife that I was so excited for the chance to get to meet all the guys in F3, and I was also excited for the new job, but really glad that I got to meet the guys up in F3 Princeton. They gave me rides to workouts every single day. I got to give out big teacups to F3 Wally, to F3 Dick Clark, and F3 Dosekis, all giving me rides throughout the week. Really appreciate it. Love what you guys are doing with the podcast. And men of F3 Princeton, you guys are doing some great stuff. Keep it up. It comes as no surprise to hear about that. No. Based on what we've seen. Not with Dos Equis and the boys up there. They just continually give it away. Mm-hmm. They sure the heck do. 
Uh, let's see what else we got on our list here. The only other thing I have for us to get to is a health update from our man Bones. All right. And uh, Old Bones, host of the Hunt for Wellness podcast. You guys know, well, it's part of the F3 family of podcasts, which, God dang it, you guys are just, based on what we can see on the back end of the numbers, uh, taking it all in. We're grateful that you're a part of it with us, man. So Bones has got a health update. He's talking about organic fruit. Hello, COT Podcast. It's another great day for wellness. This is Bones with a health tip for the PAX of F3 Nation. PAX, the temperatures across the nation are officially screaming summer, which means pool parties, barbecues, and picnics are finally in full swing. There is nothing better than grilling with friends, spending time outside, and consuming some of the best summertime foods. In addition to burgers, potato salad, and corn on the cob, another summer staple is plenty of fruit. Fruit has tons of healthy benefits and is loaded with vitamins and nutrients that will help you thrive. Eating fruit aids in your health in a variety of ways, including boosting energy, digestive health, bone health, skin health, and blood pressure. There are eight main types of fruit, simple fruit, aggregate fruit, multiple fruit, berries, accessory fruit, and seedless fruit. And although all can provide you with health-promoting benefits, you will want to be wary of some of the fruit on the market. Unfortunately, many of the fruit crops that are grown in the U.S. are sprayed with pesticides like organophosphates in an attempt to prevent pests from consuming the crop. And although they do a good job of keeping the bugs away, they also have been linked to health problems in humans. Some of the biggest concerns include cancer, infertility, birth defects, irritation to skin and eyes, and nervous system damage. Buying organic fruit is the best strategy at avoiding these toxic chemicals and should be a goal whenever possible. Not only are they not sprayed with chemicals, but usually have higher nutritional value as a result of better soil and crop rotation. Availability, however, as well as budgetary restrictions may hinder many families from exclusively buying organic. So is there a strategy you could use to ensure that you are protecting your family and staying within the budget? It turns out that some fruits have more chemicals than others. According to the Environmental Working Group, peaches, apples, nectarines, strawberries, cherries, pears, grapes, raspberries, plums, and oranges contain the most pesticide spray and should be bought organic, while pineapple, mango, kiwi, bananas, papaya, blueberries, watermelon, honeydew, and cantaloupe have the least. You can visit the Environmental Working Group's website at ewg.org for a complete list of fruits and vegetables and their pesticide exposure. So Pax, enjoy the barbecues this summer and indulge in plenty of fruit. Just be wary of pesticides and buy organic when possible. Kitty and Repito, I know you boys can put down some watermelon. Keep up the good Damn work, man. This has been Bones guiding the Pax of F3 Nation on their hunt for wellness. Gotta go. I knew he was going to say something about watermelon. I just had a feeling because I sure love me some cold watermelon during the summer. It's delicious. Oh, man. This, so good. This time of year when it's all coming together with the cantaloupe, the watermelon, you're still on the back end of the strawberry season. 
peaches are right around the corner. I, I freaking love it. And my get kid, a mac, my get a Mackinac is... peach up in your face. <laughs> <laughs> a Mackinac is Jerry. Uh, my my shorties, uh, you know, they will crush an entire cantaloupe in one sitting if I let them. Like, yep, yep, been known to happen. Just absolutely crushes it. So I like to put the grapes in the freezer before you take them to the pool. It's basically dessert. It's legit. (laughs) That's right. Keep your king and your queen in check by Mm -hmm. munching on some healthy fruits. Thank you, Bones, as always. Appreciate you. All right, my brother. Uh, You got a quote worth repeating for us? And let's do this. Because let's do a little something before we go. Because we're recording this mere days before uh, Father's Day which is uh-huh. this coming Sunday. So just on, on behalf of the entire COT podcast, which is the two of us, <laughs> uh, we want to wish all you dads a happy Father's Day. Thanks for doing what you're doing. Thanks for getting a little bit better every single day and continuing to step into the breach and upholding your God-given responsibility to provide and protect your family. And uh, we don't take it for granted, man. We know what you're up against. We know what you're up against physically, mentally, and emotionally. Uh, I tend to hope that we know what you're up against spiritually. Uh, and, uh, and we got your back and we're grateful for you guys. And, uh, I know there's hard days and I know there's great days and there's days in between. Just keep grinding, keep stepping into the breach, keep taking that responsibility right on your chest and go out there and keep crushing. So we're just grateful for you before we hit the father's day. Yeah, man. Well said. Absolutely. We're all in this together. Nobody's got all the answers. That's right. That's right. All right. What do you got? Keep pushing forward. QWR. Uh, I, I had, I thought I wrote down wh- who I stole this from and I didn't write it down, but I stole this from somebody that is an F3 person and I can't remember. It was probably from the Twitter, uh, but I can't remember. But I do have the, the guy who said the quote, but okay. they shared it. The lesson was simple. A day will come when you'll need to stop making excuses. Quote, don't lie to other people, but definitely don't lie to yourself. Once you start doing that, all of a sudden you don't know who you are anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's from somebody named Anthony Estevez. I care to bet that's what guys are like. I don't know my purpose. I don't know what I'm doing. I feel rudderless is maybe because you've been you haven't been completely honest with yourself for too long, and you start spinning right. up all these in between your ear stories and giving yourselves excuses. Where you got to, that's why the man's got to get right before he can live, lead, and leave. Right. right. That's why it's got to. And the next layer down from that is fear. You don't want to admit those things. You don't want to recognize those things. You don't want to say them out loud. You don't want to share that with your shield lock or your M or a mm-hmm. professional. Like, but if you do, and if you can, you're going to be on a much better path and trajectory to find that D2X, to find that, that, that potential or that unlocking of the potential that is just sitting there waiting. And those around you are waiting for you to do that. That's right. Well said. Good poll, man. I like it. Yeah, me too. Me I don't too. know that you've ever read one that I thought was a dud, though, quite frankly. You've got an incredible track record of success. Sitting in that chair, well, that it's something, providing those quotes. Something I take very seriously, Brian. I know you do. I know you do. I think very seriously. And I use these quotes in my own life more than probably anybody would ever think Heck yeah. possible. But most, I think, unless there was something that was just too obvious, 
most everything I think I've ever tried to share and try to explain and even talk about a little bit to even get more meaning and value out of it has really been for my own, mm-hmm. um, my own personal use. So it's a service, a service for myself, for the others. Well, continue to be selfish. And uh, look, and we're kind of on the tail end of, you know, we're going, Father's Day coming up. Well, I'm coming off of what was a pretty incredible dads and kids experience. We had an F3 dads camping trip. And this is local, right? Local region thing. Uh, Carpex guys, South Cary guys, uniting once again under one banner. It's good to have all of us together. And we had we took a bunch of dads and shorties all the way out to um, Stone Mountain, North Carolina. Our Georgia friends will know they have their own version of that. And we had 122 combined dads and kids out there and basically a four campsite. We, we, it was like a shanty town. It was wild looking. I mean, um, you took over. A, well, a, we had an entire group campsite. campsite. Yeah, we had an entire group campsite. Yeah. All of us. Uh, but I was so much, I had so much FOMO. I wanted to be there. We had multiple things happening here in the pedo household this weekend. It just became untenable, but, um, by all accounts, you guys just absolutely had a ball. A we sure did. Two, two of a time, two, oh, whale of a time, two great, uh, sort of da- with father's day around the corner, kind of dad theme experiences I'll share with you guys. Uh, first of which is on Saturday evening, as we're wrapping up, what was an epic campsite taco bar where me and my man prodigal were slinging tacos for basically anybody that wanted one corn we had ground beef flank steak and shrimp so you didn't have had everything covered um slinging tacos but anyways i was surfing, up washing, little I was, surfing turf little surf turf. i was up washing my dishes and this older dad who was probably in his 50s and his son who was probably in his late 20s were just walking by and they kind of stumbled across our setup and they said what is this one is this all one group and I told him who we are, you know, F3, we're a men's leadership and fitness uh, organization. We got guys from the Cary and Apex area together. And, you know, here's what we're kind of doing. I kept washing my dishes and the dad sort of took two steps forward, looked out, sort of surveyed the whole land and looked back at his 20 something year old son and said, see, we need more of this out there. We need more of this in the world. Ooh. Guys like this. And I was like, you're damn right. <laughs> we're out here. And so we <laughs> a little humanity for him. Yeah. It was good, right? Uh, so that was cool. And then another excellent moment was we had taken a, a relatively short but kind of strenuous hike down to this waterfall, and we were coming back up, and we had a bunch of kids, and I was back in the pack a little bit. And my littlest one, who you know is uh, Pink Dinosaur, now Pink Torpedo in the swimming lore. Pink Torpedo. Freaking crushed her first swim meet last night. Anywho, she's a tough little kid, and she likes to be out front, and she likes to run, and she's a strong little girl. But she was up front and Happy Gilmore was up there and she had just met Happy Gilmore that weekend. I don't think she's met him before, maybe once, some other mm-hmm. time. But she was in need of a hand to hold and she just grabbed his hand and they just walked up the trail and yeah. made their way off the trail into the parking lot. And I was like, I'm a, I was like, um, that's what these guys are about. That's what this group is about. I texted the mm-hmm. picture of my wife. I said, you know, it's just another example of how this is so much more than just a workout group. That little girl uh, needed a hand to hold. Dad was back a few steps with the other kids and she saw a sheepdog standing right there and she grabbed a hand and a guy she trusted and walked on up the road with him. And just what? Yeah. Our brothers, our brothers over in Hampton roads, no happy Gilmore, obviously that's who we're talking about one in the same. Uh, But yeah, that I saw that picture too. 
Um, in the, yeah, I tweeted it out because right? I wanted the guys to see it. Because you know, guys like that in your region too, they're everywhere. It's not just him. Yeah, and it's uh, it's like it's trust. It's just this level of like comfort and trust, and it's like you know who you're getting in the caliber of man that we continue to be surrounding uh, ourselves by. And those caliber of men may not be that caliber when they enter our ranks, but they're open to all those men and they become that way. And um, I think every man's predisposed to be that. And so, like you said, I think you just said, right, take the village or it it is a village, right? It is a, it is a thing. And it's like, when you see stuff like that, you're like, man, it goes back to who's got it better than we do. And like, Mm -hmm. how do we keep giving this thing away so that everybody knows what this thing is about and what its potential is and, you're changing lives, you're molding lives, you're, you're setting, you know, families and shorties up for success with people that they surround themselves with. I mean, it's just, you know, I yep. think probably talk about this all yep. day. Yep. You just, yeah, I just want them to be around that, right? I just want them to be around that. Yeah. Positive, strong male community leadership. That's what that photo was. That's right. Exactly. All right, my brother. Catch Perfect. you later. Men of F3 Nation. If another man right, is today, we love you. The nation loves you. Go out there. Keep getting after it. We'll see you next week on the Circle of Trust podcast. This has been the COT podcast, connecting the packs of F3 Nation to something bigger than themselves. Please rate and review the show and share it with your F3 brothers, friends, family, and sad clowns who might need a little F3 in their lives. Follow all things F3 on Twitter at F3 Nation. And follow our show at F3COT Podcast. I'm Brian Jodas, 40, Hello Kitty. And I'm Jamie Roseborough, 38, Repito. And this has been the COT Podcast.